welcome to TalkWord. I'm Marty Dundix, Editor-in-Chief of Weekly Humorous Magazine, and this is TalkWord, a little fun podcast where professionally funny people come to tell awkward and cringeworthy stories. I'm very excited about today's guest. You dragged yourself all the way across the lower part of Manhattan to be here on a cold day. Um, Karen Feehan. Hello! Thank you for having Comedian, me. Comedian, writer, oh, TV producer, Everything, yeah, actress, yes, sometimes model, yes, everything, (laughs) yes, Instagram model, Instagram model. (laughs) You're a a, a five five way threat, six way threat. Yep. Thanks for being on Talkward. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, We met because you did the Guaranteed Delivery stand up comedy show, which Weekly Humors produces down here in the mailroom, and you're going to be on the next one again. Can't wait. Repeat guest. Such a fun show. Um, It's down at 110 Wall Street in the mailroom, November 7th. Free tickets are available. Wendy Starling is hosting. Oh, love me some Wendy. Isn't she great? Coke slot. She's my fave. Um, So thanks for coming on (laughs) Talkward. No prob. You're going to have all kinds of crazy, cringeworthy (laughs) things to say. I really do. I know. (laughs) I follow you on the Instagram. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good time on there, huh? You uh, broadcast your life a lot. Yeah, I do. You're good at it. Well, I try to do things that I think people will find amusing and not just like, you know, watch me eat this spinach, you know? I think people would probably tune in to watch you eat the spinach, though. You think so? Like your hardcore followers. But yeah, they'd be like, deep throat that spinach, bitch. Right, they do it in a dirty, horrible, mean way. <laughs> you'd be like, choke yourself with that spinach. Shove it up your nose. And then you'd somehow be getting someone to pay a subscription fee to see that. Like, I bet there's a website for that. There is. I mean, I think I think there is a website where women eat cheeseburgers. Really? On On like a YouTube channel type thing. And it's like... Women just eating food, okay. like maybe it's maybe it's women in bikinis, but right, it's like right, women right. in bikinis like shoving their face full of McDonald's. Oh, that exists. That's I mean I see that fetish there. Yeah, sure. That's like a twofold. Yeah, that's like gluttony and the other one. Yeah, people are terrible. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know. One time, um, a guy offered. Uh, he was like, "I want you to go get a cucumber." You know, mm-hmm. like and I was like, "All right." And then to make know, some like cucumber water. That's what I thought. You oh, know, that I, stuff is delicious. I wasn't really what, sure. What am I at a spa? <laughs> and I said, "All right, fine. I'm going to go get the cucumber." But you know, and I he actually I think he wanted me to do dirty things with right. this cucumber. Yeah. But I was like, "All right, but you have to give me the money first, and then I'll do whatever you want me to do with this cucumber." Yeah. So then he just gives me a hundred bucks. You know, I never, that's a lot of cucumbers. I never buy the cucumber. I never no. do anything. No. But then you got to find a new guy because he knows he's been. He's on to you. Yeah. He's been swindled. He has been. He's like, hey, it might, don't, don't I get some change? <laughs> How much, cucumbers are like 45 cents. What's going on here? What kind of cucumber is this? Gold-plated platinum cucumber. It's like in, a pickle. In my butt. It was after I took it out. Hello. Hey. <laughs> you can pickle then. Um, so you've been in New York since you went oh, to uh, college here. Yes, which was last year. <laughs> You're almost done with your undergrad. I can't, but hopefully I'll make it. Yes, no, I moved here for college. I went to Marymount Manhattan College. I was an acting major, French minor. French? Yes. Je peux parler français. Wow. Merci. <sighs> C'est la vérité. Je suis la plus belle fille dans tout le monde. Uh. Is that all real French that you said? It is. I just said I was the prettiest girl in the world. <laughs> I agree. That sounds very French. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want to go back to France. I've been to Paris. You speak like fluent. Mm, yeah, I can speak. Yeah, yeah. How how mean do you do you speak often to keep yourself that? No, ça c'est le problème. That's the problem. Is there an area of Manhattan where everyone's kind of snooty French? No, there, you can go to. There used to be. There's I, no French town like the way like the way no, we have Chinatown. No, but I wish there was. There is in New huh. Orleans. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you go to Canada... The French are just like, no. They're like, no. We don't want to be in stinky, dirty Manhattan. No. They want nothing to do with Manhattan. No. But there's a restaurant called L'Express. They have a very French menu. Could you go to Al Bon Bon? (laughs) I guess so. You speak French there. Yeah, that's like hoopty French, though. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I want to go back. So you study the acting and the French. Yep, yep. And do you do any acting where you get to speak French? I never have. Huh. Interesting. Jamais. Hmm. Never. I wish. You couldn't, like, play a French girl? I'm sure you could. I know. You got the whole... You you have the black... I do. You look like you could be. Yeah. All I need is a You need a baguette. You need a beret. Yeah. You need a cigarette. The other thing is I waitressed for so long that I have Spanish in my head, Mm. too. And those languages are so similar that I speak like French, like Spanish. That they all get mixed up. Like a Spanglish, but with French. Yeah, yeah. Fr- uh, it's like French. like like uh, it, it is necessary. It's like il faut necessaire, il est nécessaire, and then in Spanish it's necesito. Those are both just fun words. <laughs> I don't know. I I barely speak English. <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. I only sp- I spoke uh, kitchen Spanish, and that was to get the Mexicans' dicks off me. They used to rub their semi-hard dicks on my butt all the time. This was, this was at work? Oh, yeah. Sushi Samba, which is now closed, no doubt. <laughs> I think we, know, we might know why. <laughs> but I would be reaching for a glass, and I'd be like, what is that? I'd turn around and be like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was when you were in college, or this is after college? A little bit post-college, yeah. It's a tough education to get as a young girl <laughs> no, I just here started, in New York. I just started punching them in the dicks. There you go. And that, that worked. They were like, stay away from that one. She'll punch you in your cojones, man. Really? Yep. So you've had to be tough pretty early. Yeah. Did, I've, gotten, I've gotten to myself in Did you put up walls because of that no. early on? No. 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 Okay. I'm all right. When did you do comedy? Like, when did you start doing comedy? So this is a story. This is kind of cringy. I got cast in a play. Ugh, um, already cringy. Gross. Off Broadway. <laughs> Disgusting. Off, off, off Broadway. Um... The director was a total creep, and mm. he had a foot fetish. He only cast women, and he created this, like, talent portion of the show, like a, like a talent show. Like a talent show. Right. And he was like, everybody has to perform five minutes of their talent, but the catch is it has to have something to do with your feet. And that's when I should have left. Like, right then, I yeah. should have been like, I don't want to be Are there any tickets being sold for this show, or is this in your house? I got paid. Well, okay, then. I got paid. But I was like, this is not... one." And the girls, like, just, like, nobody even really questioned it. We all kind of looked at each other like, that's kind of weird. But, like, oh, well, I guess we're doing weird shit with our feet. Show business, huh? (laughs) One girl played tic-tac-toe, like, with her feet. One girl, like, took her clothes off. She, like, stripped with her feet. Okay. That's a little eager. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, she's really going for it. She really wants to win. I ended up winning. Um, What did you do? I put a toga on myself. And I was like, toga. Get it? Foot? Toe? It's good. And then I ripped into my first five minutes of stand-up, and I was like, oh, I'm awesome at this. <laughs> that was the first time you ever did comedy? First time I ever did stand-up, yeah. And it was I, it was a two, it was only a two-night engagement, but um, the first night I killed, I was like, oh my God, I was born to do this. Yeah. And the second night I did okay, yeah. but not as well, so very valuable lesson right up top. That gave you that immediate, I need to top myself. Yeah. I succeeded, and then I didn't do as well, right. and now I need to keep trying to go for that same high that, for the rest of my life. Exactly, that feeling. It's so you could have done feeling. it once, killed, and then never done it again, and been like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. No, I'm an addict. I yeah. Need, I need any type of um, adrenaline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So you've been doing comedy since then. How long has that been? Yeah, off and on. So, I mean, the thing is, I was drinking a lot Mm -hmm. in my youth. So I would, like, sort of be, like, in and out of comedy. Um, And then, I mean, I started when I, I, I'd say I really started being serious about comedy seven years ago when I started running my show. Stand up and take your clothes off. Stand up and take your clothes <laughs> off. Plug. Which is a monthly. It is. It's the last Sunday or first, first Sunday? Sunday? First Sunday yes. of the month. Yes. Where? It's at the Crane Theater. Okay. Which is right next to the new New York Comedy Club. If you're in the area, two birds, one stone. Um, Where is the new New York Comedy East Club? East Fourth between. Oh, and that's third. the old Eastville. Yes, it is. That's right, yep. because I'm in Brooklyn and Park Slope. Okay. And Eastville it's moved in there. there. Yeah, and yeah. It's like I still um, haven't been there. Good yet. luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's Park Slope. Why did I think it was Williamsburg? It's Park it's, Slope. Well, it's it's on Atlantic Avenue, mm. right by. Um, the Atlantic Barclays Center stop, stop. Okay. and it's it's not Park. I mean, it's Park Slope. It's like across the street to Park Slope, okay. so it's kind of like I guess it's Carroll Gardens, okay, or whatever the hell. So the hub walking, for comedy, <laughs> Carroll. There's Gardens. like no foot traffic for com. There's no foot Marco, traffic. Marco, book me. <laughs> there's like an antique shop, you know. Like the, if people are like, mm, I really wanted to buy an armoire. Maybe I'll go see comedy. Like right. it's not. A right. place where you're going to accidentally fall into it. So, I see my buddy Patrick Schroeder hosts there a lot, though, and he's a very funny kid. So I want to go. Like, it looks beautiful. Yeah. It, it's brand new. Right. It's remodeled. It looks exactly like the branding of the old Eastville. What? They kept that tile? That shower? Same green That's and white so Eastville. Exactly the same. Why does it, they want it to look like a gym, like a, gym, like a locker room? Like they want it to look like old school Eastville. Oh, all right. I don't know. I, don't I like didn't see tile. any shower uh, heads or anything. Wait, it's supposed to look like the subway. Oh. Oh. You know, it has the tile, subway tile. What did you think it was supposed to look like? like a, a shower? Like a bathroom, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm not smart. What happened to you uh, there? I had many concussions. <laughs> <laughs> I like going to Eastville now in, what's it called, New York Comedy Club? Yes. It's the second New York Comedy Club. weird consolidation of comedy all of a sudden happening. Right. Isn't that strange? Yeah. But all of a sudden that's happening? Yeah. It just sort of went boop, well, You boop, kind boop. of felt like, are all the comedy clubs, you know, failing? And then all of a sudden one's buying another one and moving around right. and they're expanding? Right. I mean, I guess that's good. Yeah. It seems like there's a, an endless supply of, of, of bar shows now, too. Oh, yeah. Plenty of those. Like so Some many. Some of them are so good. Yeah. Some of them are, are trash. I mean, even like small ones. Some small ones are just really good. Oh, yeah. I, I go to this um, one my, my friend Keenan puts together. It's in a Hungry Ghost coffee shop. Yeah. And it's in Fort Greene in Brooklyn. It's tiny. Right. And he gets great. He got like Ted Alexandro. Yeah. Yeah. Great talent. Great people. Yeah. And the and crowds are like good. Yeah. It's, it's fun. fun. It's and it's fun. like intimate. And it's like a, you know, it's secret. It's almost yeah. like a secret show. Okay. Just, oh. That's My other cool. friend does one at, at like a bar where they allow dogs. Mm. And it's a it's a dog-friendly stand-up comedy show. That's great. It's quite a hook. I, People bring their is, dogs. My dog isn't happy, really, like, in those type of environments. Your dog would not like this show. Yeah, no. Though they take little breaks in between the acts, and they let the dogs do tricks. Really? It's cute. That's cute. It's part of the New York Comedy Festival this is year. It really? It what is. What show is it? Um, it's called Bark... <laughs> Uh, bar, uh, bark mm. easy, bark. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's gonna be so mad. That I get I it. It's like a play on words, like barking. You're barking people uh, into the show. And yes, it's all right. Well, he'll be okay. John Zeller hosts it. Uh, okay. It's called Bark Easy, Bark Laffy. I'm mm. sorry, John. Anyway, it's a great show. You Good. can find it on the internet. Yeah. Um, but it's part of the New York Comedy Festival. Are you doing anything cool. for the New York Comedy Festival? I'm not. 
How embarrassing. I did last year. I was um They didn't call you like a like a roast battle. Uh I was watching some of your stuff. You do a lot of those roast battles. Yeah, I haven't in a minute since they they stopped doing them while the stand, you know, is still alive and and coming back. But the stand in Union Square? Yeah. It's not there anymore? It's the it's moving. They've been doing satellite shows um, for the summer and early fall. They're not keeping that space. They're moving. They're moving. I think some like sixteen. But I love that space. Yeah, it's gone. It's a great room. Yeah, it's gone. And they have great food. Yeah. Well, they're gonna keep all this. I assume like the same chef yeah. and everybody. It's the same owners. Was it guys. just like a rent thing? Uh, I don't know. I'm not that inside. I'm just gonna keep on asking you questions <laughs> you don't know the answers to. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm not inside of the business of the rent. I, ex- I assume it's expensive. Yeah. Oh, Union Square. Yeah, but they've been, I, you know, they've been selling out their, like, sat, their other shows, their pop-up shows. At, um, I think they have one tonight. At Standing Room? At, um, no, no, no. That place closed, too. Is Standing Room closed? Standing Room closed. I, I remember when it was Laughing Devil. Me, too. Remember that? Yes. With Steve Hofstetter? Gross. He's yeah. a nightmare. Right? You know, I... I <laughs> Hello. I haven't worked with him as a stand-up. <laughs> I just know him as a person. Um, he just seemed always like real, like like scummy, grubby. And oh my god, he would like post these like goofy fucking heckler videos that were not funny. I think Steve is a nice guy for the record. Mm. It, apparently, Karen does not. He can guy. suck my asshole. No, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> just I like being controversial. You do like being controversial. <laughs> I like being polarizing. Um. So, uh, is that how you? What was your first comedy set like? Was it controversial type stuff? Um. You know, I I made fun of my aging grandfather a lot oh, in my, my early sets. Um. I would just talk about how funny it was to like watch him eat soup because he would like shake so much. That's um, terrible. He would also he would fart. Um. And then, but he would offer us snacks immediately to distract us from his fart. He'd be like, you guys want Jello? <laughs> It's funny. So, and then, yeah, I don't know what I sort of. I'm, I'm very, I'm anecdotal. Yeah. Very, very personal. So, how do you? Is that that's how you build all your your, your stand up jokes? From, yeah. Just I, from real life. I try not to get too heady or preach at all. Yeah. Very, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily self deprecation, but it is very honest. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing you uh, perform, and it's a lot of, uh, of some jokes that are maybe you're making fun of ex boyfriends. Yeah, stuff like that. Sure. How does that? Are, are you worried about that? <laughs> like, how is it being funny on stage, making fun of people who can hear it? Um, I mean, I used to have jokes about cheating on my boyfriend while my boyfriend was watching. Did um, he just think you were not actually cheating on yeah. him? You're like, this is a funny joke that right? she's making up about us. Well, because he was a comic too, so yeah. like, you know, he would say, "Be like, hey, I'm joking." It went both ways. Yeah. You know, it's like. Hey, you can't take anything that I'm saying seriously on a podcast. I'm like, all right, well, this isn't serious either. But, but you were was. actually, yeah. <laughs> Evil. Everybody cheats. Well, it seems like the stand-up community is sort of like this like middle school. Cesspool yeah. of incestual. Everyone's dating each other. Or like, I had the funniest story, but me and this other chick comic discovered that we were both, we had both like slept at the same. I mean, it's happened to me a plethora of times, but um, I had the funniest little interaction with this girl. She started describing this guy and it was just like too many things. I'm like, oh my God, it's, and I was like, and I asked her, I was like, is it so-and-so? And she's like, no, 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 I, I don't date comics, definitely not him. And then like 10 minutes later, she's like, all right, it's him. <laughs> what were the details that you were matching I don't want, I don't want was to it be like, so. He's got a mole that looks like Hitler yeah, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it was just mm. like behavioral stuff and things gotcha. were like too hard to ignore that yeah. I was just like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs> and the, uh, the girl That guy with the bonded. failed circumcision. <laughs> that guy, the half, with the half hood. 
Beautiful dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful dick for the record. <laughs> There's some great dicks in comedy. Great dicks. Good for you guys. Because they have all that confidence. Yeah. They're up on stage telling the jokes because they have huge penises. Huge penises, yeah. And even if they don't, yeah. they still, they're still doing their best. They're, they're really trying hard. <laughs> yeah, I love comics. People say don't sleep with comics. I can't get enough. Yeah? Yeah. I love them. I love funny guys. It's so That's hard. True. It's so hard to, and Bonnie McFarland says this too, it's so hard to talk to like a regular person once you've dated comics. Yeah. It's just like, there's just such a hard... They're, uh, they're awkward in talking. Yeah. They can't put together a words in a story entertainingly. Right. And and you're just like, eh, I'm done talking yeah, to you. Yeah, it's either like, be a good audience member, because that's the role you're playing <laughs> yeah. in this, okay? Just like, admit defeat. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Don't ever, like, don't try to like... But, but the thing is, all men, deep down, whether they realize it or not, they think they're funny. Like, no matter what. That's true. And a lot of them, even even if you're like, oh, I'm a comic, and this guy's like, I don't know, I own a fucking moving business, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they're, they still think that they're funny. And, and women were still, like, programmed to sort of, like, laugh at some of this, like, dumb stuff just to get through the moment. Because the laughter, yeah, it fills, the, it fills that silence. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. do laugh when they're uncomfortable, though. True. Isn't that, like, a scientifically yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Sure. I mean, I like laughing when I'm, la- when I'm actually happy. Right. You know, but I, I will laugh when I'm scared. <laughs> I, me too, me too. Or I'll laugh when I know, like if uh, like my boss makes a joke. Yeah, like you're like, <laughs> it's like a program laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oops. It's a switch. I just burped. It's okay. No yeah. judgments. Okay. I've been farting all day. My crush sits right across from my cubicle. As long as you give me some jello. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Call back. Call back. Grandfather. <laughs> For people keeping score. I try to keep my fart silent, but I eat like a lot of vegetables and like I'll have my headphones on at work too. But nobody thinks it's you because you're like a pretty petite female. So no one's going to assume it's you. They're going to think it's me. If like a (laughs) me type character is in the room with you and somebody farts, they're going to be like, oh, Marty's disgusting. God, what did you eat, Marty? I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Beef brisket? Kale. Kale. A lot of kale. I eat a lot of kale. I think that's... Oh, and I'm on this, like, living coconut yogurt kick, too. What? What is that? It's so friggin'... It's very tangy. You have to put tangy? Tangy? Coconut yogurt. Yeah, but it's living. The point is it's living. It's like... Like you, a yeast. Exactly. It's Ew. fermented. Like, you open the jar, and you you hear it go, like, it's carbonated. It says hello to you. Yes. And it's like, I'm talking, like, the swiftest, cleanest poops you've ever had in your life. That's nice. It's like it cool sculpts you from the inside. Which is helpful. <laughs> I've been cooking, uh, like, low-carb, and I've been using coconut flour. Perfect. And it's Great. very good. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm surprised about this coconut. Yeah. It could make anything. Coconut water, the yep. coconut milk. Yeah. I got this Halo Top ice cream with coconut milk in it. Delicious. It's dairy. It's delicious. Yeah. And good and, for you. Yeah. Is it? I mean, we're going to find out in five years that coconut's, you know, cr- creating all of these cancers. <laughs> and I'm go- I'm doing nothing but- I got but- kooky coconut cancer. I got kooky coconut cancer. <laughs> I just got to lean back too far. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying. I'm You're trying right. to be healthy. My friend is so smart that my old college roommate, she has an Instagram account called Raw Fitness Nutrition. And she's just, I just, whenever I want to know things, I just look at her. Yeah. Because she's all about like gut health and like also like working out. Is she on like, a raw food diet? She, it's, 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 I think so. But no, but Those she, are no, amazing. she like cooks chicken and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's just everything she eats just seems like it. It's uh, it's about making you like feel good, yeah. have good poops, good energy, good for the environment, and it's just like all a lot of information that I wouldn't have had otherwise. It's the little things as you get older that matter because I'm uh, 
I'm now uh, wearing all, all bird <coughs> shoes. Okay, what is that? They're like the most comfortable shoe oh, in the universe. Really? Those look uh, yeah. yeah. They look nice. They look like sne- a sneaker dress shoe. They're kind of like a sneaker dress shoe. Yeah. And now nice. I can't wear any other shoe because I'm just comfortable all the time. Yeah. And now I'm wearing Docker pants that have 360 flex, which means they're basically sweatpants that look like slacks they need to make those for women i'm sure they do i'm trying to wear athleisure every day of my life till i die this is like look at this it's stretchy oh yeah that's nice so like now every day it's just about feeling good so yeah uh feeling good and having good poops makes you happy It does. It really does. Eating well. <laughs> sleep. I go to bed early now. Me too. Like I used to stay out so late. Oh. I used to just. Uh, I used to drink. I used to yeah. eat every. I'd eat an entire pizza. Yeah. I just, it was everything. And now I'm, Oh yeah. yeah. And now I'm like. I, I, it's like ten forty five. I'm like. Oh, I really want to go to bed now. Same. My if, phone dings. It's like time to go to bed, Marty. It'll be like eleven o'clock. If you want to get eight hours of sleep, you yeah. Need to, and I'm like, okay, phone. I'm up at five forty five every day with my dog. We that walk, is early. I'll show you my steps. We walk between. Three and eight miles every day, depending yeah. on my schedule. And then I work out before I go to work. So I'm like a full gym workout? <laughs> yeah. I mean wow. I'll take a spin class. I'll do what? A, yeah, I'll do like I tried that. I went to the spin class uh, and it's uh it really kicks your ass that yeah. spin class. Yeah. It's hard. I do you do it. like a like a soul cycle? I do. I belong to Equinox, so I take okay. their spin classes. That is really hard. The people that teach those classes are amazing. They're like superhero shaped. They really are. Okay. And I love them and then sometimes their playlist, the music is so good. Like a Peloton. <clears throat> I wanted to stab this couple that was in my last class though. Mm. This bitch is talking full volume. I swear to God to distract your boyfriend from staring at my ass all the time. But she failed. She failed. He was looking. Yeah. And I was like turning back and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Who talks during spin class? There's no way you're working hard enough if you can complete yeah. a sentence. You should be gasping yes. for air. You should not be able to talk. And our teacher, Jamal, is up there sweating his dick off, yeah. giving us, you know, his best. Yeah, with his headset. And this goofy cunt would just not shut up. I'm like, I couldn't believe I could hear her over Tina Turner. What were they talking about? I don't know. Like, I, she was like, oh, where are we going to do? You wanna, where do you want to go for brunch? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Move your ass. <laughs> I'm like, that's why you have that neck jiggle, you fucking mouthy cunt. I was so mad with at her. I was so mad. <sighs> but tell me how you really feel. It helped my workout a lot, Good. though. Let me motivated you. Really put, put it in. <laughs> Made that ass even better. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> you do post a lot on Instagram. I'll ask you about some of the pictures on Instagram. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because some of them are, uh, uh, there was one that was like a like a Make America Great Again yeah. ba- bathing suit photo, <laughs> and it was it wasn't just like a sexy photo. It looked like a professional model oh, yeah. photo. So tell me about that. Like um, it was it was like a pinup photo of you wearing a sombrero mm-hmm. and, and holding like a gun mm-hmm. and, and wearing like an American flag type uh, like bathing suit. This is Make Make America Great. Yeah, and it was kind of like it was like a posed professional. Like it was almost like you were in a like a calendar. Yeah. So I, I, I want to make a calendar. He took enough that I that I could make a calendar. Um, his, I would buy that calendar. Would you? Sure. I should make it. Steve Torelli told me I should make a calendar, and he's like, "There's an app," and then I forgot. But um, no, his <laughs> name is. There's uh, an app for that. <laughs> so I was like, "All right." I told him I was like, "You do it. I'll give you ten percent. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to do any of the work." Yeah. But I did the work already. You know what I mean? Like I'm providing yeah. the content. Hey, it's not. You had to go to SoulCycle a lot to look <laughs> a like lot that. To look like that. That doesn't just happen overnight. No. That's, that's better than gut health. And that was the, one of the most fun photo shoots ever. Like you walk in, and it's just like this huge. It's like a dress up dream. It's just like so much stuff. Yeah. And his name is um, R- Roberto. I always forget his name. Alvaro. But but he's tagged all over the place. He does amazing. Like he shoots like real pan yeah. chicks. Like yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. He his his page is like. If you want to follow that guy, if you want to see some real 
big fake titties, real titties, just great asses, just and the way he edits them are so cool. And there were fun pictures. It wasn't yeah. just like it wasn't just like dirty, sexy photos. No. They were like creative and interesting yeah. and fun. He tries to do like It was kind of like those sixties, seventies type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tries to do like the old school pinup, but yeah. like with a little bit of a modern twist. Yeah. But they're all a lot of them are really patriotic, um, or like, you know, like Comic Con, like costumey. Yeah. Cosplay. Uh, cosplay, that's the word cosplay. I was looking for. Yes, yes. Um, so I had a blast with him. He and he just so reached out fun. to you? Yeah. He, oh, wow. He had sent me a few messages, but he was in L.A. So I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I'd love to if you're ever in New York. And then um, I started posting because I was getting some stand-up shows in L.A. And he's like, hey, are you going to be here? I was like, let's do a photo shoot. And I was like, sure. Of course. I had so much fun. That's great. So much fun. Did love, did he did he put them anywhere? Like, yeah, are they he, anywhere? He posted a few on his, um, and then he also makes like these books. And he says, I, "I don't know. I signed something, but I might be in one of the books." <laughs> I don't know what I signed. <laughs> I have no idea. Who knows? Next next thing you look, you're in the back of like mud flaps on truck on big truck big rigs. Yeah, but he's also like he's like you. They're yours. I mean, he sent them to me. He's like, you can do whatever you want with them. And yeah. he's like, I don't care. He's like, if you make a million dollars, he's like, don't tell me. Yeah. He's like, because then I'm going to want to like. Well, definitely put out a calendar or something. I should, right? Yeah. yeah or put them cute. up on their website or something. Yeah. My website. God. My website is trash. <laughs> I went to it. It's, uh, it's garbage. It's uh, it's it's your name. It's not updated. It's I've never even touched it. I don't know how to work it. It's Where do I get an technology. assistant that will work for free? Get well, an intern. It's because my born again Christian aunt like did it for me. And I don't know any of the passwords. So Very I nice of her. Get They're all God. <laughs> Or Jesus. Or fish. They probably are. I tried like Jesus 69. Nothing. <laughs> Can't believe that didn't work. So how did you come about with the Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off show? Um, so this is a show that is a mixture yeah. of all female stand-up comics Correct. and burlesque performances. Correct. Which um, I assume are also all female. They are. We have had a, 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 a one boylesque performer. And then we had one boy last performer. We did the show in L.A. I think three or four times, mm-hmm. and we had. Um, Where do you do it in L.A.? We we did it uh, uh, different places. All Largo over. is it at Largo? No, it's the only place I know in that L.A. That's fun. I don't know. There's a there's a place. What is it? Harvard Har- um, Harvard and Stone. That's a big burlesque place. Okay, but we we teamed up with um, Miss Marquez. And um, grass fed, uh, which is like this, um, they do events with cannabis. Okay. So we would have all these vendors. We would charge like I don't know, like between like twenty five and sixty bucks, depending on how much cannabis you wanted, basically. Okay. And then we would have like an open bar with all these different vendors with edibles and dabs and different like pens. We would give out, um, and we would do like the weed open bar for an hour. We would never have booze. It would just be weed. Oh, that's um, responsible. <laughs> well, actually, no. The last show we had booze, but usually we didn't have booze. Okay. And then, but we, yeah, we had one boy less. His name is the Cuban Missile Crisis. And he's amazing. He yeah. does the asshole things where they put the tassels on their ass cheeks. Okay. And spit them around. Essence Revealed is also a New York based burlesker who is excellent at that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just fell in love with burlesque. Have you done burlesque? Yeah. I've okay. done a couple different. Things. Have you done like, a, like one of those pole dancing classes? I've taken one. Those shits are hard. I've seen that. It looks very hard. Super hard. Yeah. Um, I did, I did a, a burlesque. Uh, act to the Donna's Take It Off um, probably last sometime last spring. Okay. But I usually just it's enough to just host it. Yeah. So it's every month. Yep. And yep. it seems like it's very popular. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's So uh, the Crane is a 99C theater. We That's do good. very well. Um, and the thing is the New York burlesque dancers are really funny. 
That's the biggest difference between L.A. and New York. Okay. New York, a lot of them have, like, just very humorous through lines. So, like, one chick will dress up like a chicken and, like, have an egg on stage or... They'll pull a tampon out full of wine and squeeze it into a wine glass and drink it. It's creativity. <laughs> it's like really fun. Yeah. Oh, one chick, uh, Davina Grand Sparkle, she jerks off a Twinkie and it goes everywhere in the audience. Um, my my co-producer, uh, Jelaine Gill, um, always does a lot of very interesting um, acts. She does a Nothing Compares to You, uh, Sinead O'Connor act that's like her and the devil. I don't know. It's, it's really great. Is this tough to book? No. Okay. Um, well, Jelaine, my co-producer, books the burlesque acts, and then I, I book the comedy. I'm not good at it either. I like forget that I book people all the time. Right? Yep. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all the time. But in LA, the burlesque girls are like, I was just in a CeeLo Green music video. Don't forget to say my credits. Like, they are much more dance heavy. Yeah. No jokes. Right. <laughs> Very serious. But they're great. Yeah. But it's fun. That's why, you know. How many comics them. do you book? You know, I used to book like five or six, and I just slowly started booking less and less. Now I'm like That's three. how my most recent show, I I, bo- I underbooked. Yeah. Because a lot of times you overbook. Yep. And then you end up, everyone only gets to get, do like 12 minutes. Right. Or less. Yeah. And then... And comics th- are p- pains in the ass. And then and that's I, I not great. Too, yeah. But sometimes I overbook, because then I also plan for someone to bail. Maybe. Right. Totally. Fair. Which does happen. All the time. And... Even on um, a monthly show. Totally. People will bail on me day up. And I'm like, I booked you... Over a month ago, you yeah, know? and it's and I'm not mad at them. It's that's that just... happened the most recent one, and I had I immediately uh, Facebook messaged uh, Micah Fox. There, and she was right there. One second later, she wrote me back. She's got nothing else going on. That's not <laughs> true. Micah's wonderful. She's my best worst friend. Is she a worst friend? We used to have a podcast together. And what happened? Um, uh oh, is something gonna happen? Are you gonna? Are you, no. are you gonna? Uh, are we talking smack? No, 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 no. I don't no. want her. I don't want the bad side of Micah Fox. No. <laughs> no, no <laughs> or no. you? No, no, no. <laughs> No, we uh, we uh, we still we uh, we work in close proximity to one another. I just saw her today. Oh yeah, yeah, we're best friends. Do you guys have lunch together? We do sometimes. We haven't in a while. We haven't. She's in a while. very funny. Very she funny. went on stage uh, the first time I saw you. You were booked on the show, and yes. she was in the audience. She yep. was with you. Yep. And then uh, Mark Norman was running late. Yes, and, I remember. And Kevin McCaffrey's killing time yep. like no other. Yeah. But he's at the at this point he is out of killing time material. Uh-huh. He's like Marty. What the. And he's like, you know, Micah Fox is in the audience, and she yeah. is a comedian. Yes. So it was almost like, is there a doctor in the house? Exactly. Is there a comedian in the house? And she just <laughs> ran up on stage, and she did like 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And she was amazing. She's great. She's so very funny. funny. One of my favorites. Absolutely. She runs a weekly show um, with Eric Bergstrom at Cobra Club every Friday in Bushwick. People should go. It's a Ooh, great Cobra show. Cobra Club. Yep. yep. I need to go to that. I think I've seen that posted on Instagram before. Yep. I've never made it out, but yep. it looks good. Good show. Cobra Club. Good show. Um, but you and her met uh, in in work environments, TV environments. No, the we stand-up met. Comedy? No, we met. You know where we met is the duplex, which um, uh, 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 um, <laughs> Sally Ann Hall works there. She maybe she runs it now. But when we met, Michael Brill was okay. running the open mic there, and he was a super funny dude. And he would interject stuff into your open open mic set, and it would always be funny. It'd be funnier than whatever you had just said. So he was kind of being like a like a like a sidekicky. Yeah. And he would like he would he would shit on you and he would light you early if you were bombing. I loved him. He was so fair. Yeah, <laughs> he was like get, get out, out of here. <laughs> he has a hook. The show started at seven. You have to get there at five to sign up. Wow, it was like one of the more popular open mics, and that's where we met. I wonder if she remembers that. Maybe I told her I went up to her. I was like, I wasn't going to talk to you because I think you're pretty. <laughs> Are you prettier than me? Because if so, this isn't going to work. <laughs> we're best friends. She loves me. 
And you guys used to have a podcast. We did. I think I saw that meltdown on Facebook. <laughs> honestly. I was like, is something happening here? And it was like a ton of like coded messages in a row on a thread. And I was watching it. I was like, what's happening here? I'm like, I want to know, but I don't want to ask them with, at all. With, with me and Micah? Yeah. And the, our old boss? Maybe. It was yeah. about a podcast. Yeah. Getting canceled. Yeah, well, we we would get like we that. got fired all the time. We, okay. we would get fired, and then we get rehired, and then we get fired. Why would you get fired from a podcast? Well, I used to date our the owner of the um, network. Oh, okay. And so one time, this is a network. Yes. Okay. Gas Digital. Gotcha. Great podcast. Gas Digital's great. Um, but one time, I had posted like a nudie kind of like selfie, yeah. and then my boyfriend at the time was not happy with it, and so I took it down. But it still had been up in space. And now, cut to say like a week later, Micah takes a really corny picture with her boyfriend at the time, and I made it my profile picture on Facebook. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And then Micah made my nudie picture her Facebook. <laughs> That is funny. So she wins. Yeah, she won. Uh, but we got fired for that for like a week. Wow. Um, we would get fired all the time. That's fun though. Yeah, we had a good time. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe someday. I mean, it's not that hard to have a podcast. Any <laughs> Yahoo can have one. I'm right. sitting here doing one. Yeah. Uh, with you. It's just, um, I think it's our schedules are yeah. kind of crazy. Because and... you have like a real job. Yeah. So yeah. like for this, you're, you know, you, uh, you were going to come in like, well, I have to come in after my job. Like, well, most of the people I interview don't have those. Right. Not like day jobs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I like my day job. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I get to just um, read cool stuff and write shit all day. That's exciting. And you're doing more development stuff now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any TV show ideas that you get to pitch internally? No, I'm, I'm not quite there? quite there yet, but you know, I feel myself like inching more and more. But do you have a bunch of TV show ideas in your head that you? Oh sure. Because you're working there, you're like, well, I have a better idea than I this. I have this whole idea about me and Micah robbing a uh, Sephora. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch you guys in any like buddy comedy TV show. That'd be a great. I have a lot. Anything. I also I I, I write a comic that Julia John illustrates called Ernest Goes to Pound Town, and I think we could flesh that out into a full cartoon too. Yeah. It could be like another, maybe like a BoJack. Yeah. Or yeah. like a Big Mouth. Yeah. Those are very good shows on Netflix. Love BoJack. Yeah. So really sad. Funny. Though it could be a live action show. It could just be Will Arnett being sad. Sure. Yeah. That's a fair point. I try. Yeah. Are you working yeah. in any new stand-up material? Um, you know, I just I got some great tags for a new bit um, at a show on Friday. What does that mean? A, a tags? Um, I should have an old bit, but new tags. I have this joke um, where I say uh, I get um, I get hit on a lot while I walk my dog. Like the other day, a guy was like, "Oh, oh and guys always say the same thing. They're like, hey, babe, you want to take me for a walk?'" And it's like, uh, "I'm sorry, do you shit outside?'" Did you just admit to me that you shit outside? I'm sorry, you're like the wizard of this neighborhood. You have like different places where you like stop and shit. I don't know. It did well on Friday. Um, I'm laughing on the inside. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's the worst thing to say. I don't know. I guess I forgot. Oh, no, I wrote some of the tags down. Well, I'm not going to say them now. But anyway. but this is how you. This is your joke writing process. Is you you write things down on your phone and yeah. you kind of go back and you workshop it and you kind of figure out how to make it work. I'm getting better at filming my sets. My thing is, or at least recording them. Everybody's always like, record every set, record every set. Yeah, you know, because there might be something that you say yeah. that you know you could. But my thing is, if something was ad, like if I said something ad libbed in the moment, like if it was like a crowd work thing, I don't. That I, I'm not going to be able to recreate that moment. Yeah, I'd rather just strengthen that muscle. Yeah, like I I can I know I can do that in any situation anytime. Just be better at riffing. Yeah, 
Yeah, just yeah. like, I mean, some people are funny and some, yeah. some people aren't. I mean, no, I don't want to see 30 minutes of crowd work. Nobody does. But, right. you know, that's the thing. Like, you weave in and out. You do crowd work, then you make it way, your way back to your jokes. You do crowd work, you make your way back to your jokes. Who uh, who inspired you to become a stand-up <laughs> comic? Who, who do you like? I honestly, I mean, like, I, I used to do this thing where I competed on um, speech and debate in high school. And I did this category called humorous interpretation, mm-hmm. where you would, like, memorize a 10-minute monologue and then compete with it. And so my mom got me all of Lily Tomlin's like old tapes yeah. and Gilda Radner's yeah. like old things that they did. So that was like my first sort of glimpse into like funny women. And I always did gravitate towards women. You know? There's been a lot of funny women. Oh, yeah. In I feel like the beginning of show business, there was all, I mean, like Lucille Ball. I can't Ball. find a funny man to book on my That's show. That's the problem. <laughs> I'd love to. Keep sending me tapes, guys. They're all busy <laughs> shitting outside. <laughs> No, I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've always just preferred to watch female comics. Um, for, like, uh, you work in TV. What do you watch on TV? What do I watch? Do you well, binge watch? I mean, I do, but I watch, like, really corny, guilty pleasure shit. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm almost done with Riverdale, the second season. I like Riverdale <laughs> a lot. And I didn't I didn't understand anything. of Everyone was all, you know, oh, my God, this really, you know, dark interpretation of the right. Archie comic. And then, right. and then everybody right. was making fun of it. And I was like, yeah, the thing is stupid. And I started watching it. And I binge watched the entire first season. I was like, oh, man, this is really good. Really good. <laughs> And then you find out they're all fucking each other in real life, too. Like, that and I start reading, like, the... Who's... Um, oh, wait. Is Jughead really fucking the Betty. blonde girl? Betty. Betty, yeah. Good for him. Good I for know. Jughead. Because he's know. kind of a, a, a dippy-looking dude. Cute boy. But, Slim, um, but cute. Yeah. Cute, cute boy. And uh, whoever's playing Archie... Yeah, gorgeous. Is he, is he really dating the Veronica No, girl? I don't think he's really dating the Veronica, but I think she's dating somebody on... The, oh, she's dating another jock, though, on the show. Okay. Like another jock. Like it's a good Asian. show. I like it. And um, I like that they brought back uh, Dylan from 90210. I know. Dylan. Gave him a job. And Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich. I'll take a Skeet Poor man's any day. Johnny Depp. Absolutely. Right? I love me some Skeet. Yeah. <laughs> Riverdale. That, Check I, it out. I blew through both seasons of Atypical really quickly. I'm a big Michael Rappaport fan. I, I haven't seen I haven't I, seen that I like him a lot. Also, Jennifer Jason Lee is in that, who I've always loved. Okay. Um, uh, the Sinner. I've only seen the first season. I've heard that's very good. Blew through that. Um, and then I watch a lot of documentaries and weird stuff. I'm almost done with Making a Murderer season two. I haven't watched any of that. It's good. It's good. I have a lot to watch. I watch a lot of reruns of like Castle and Murder She Wrote. Okay. I don't know why. I think it's like comfort TV. I put it on the background. That's Murder She Wrote is my friend, also very funny female comic Molly Austin's favorite show. It's such a good show. Yep. Yep. Jessica yeah. Fletcher doesn't take any guff. She's great. You know, she yeah. has so many great one-liners. Too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I love it. Yeah, I, I think I watch a lot of those murder mystery type, simple procedural type okay. shows. That's good. They're easy to watch. Scooby Doo, <laughs> stuff not? like that. Why not? I know. It's good. So, uh, do you have to tell me an awkward or cringeworthy story? <laughs> oh, good. Awkward or cringeworthy. Yeah. Let's think. Let's think. Anything that's inspired you to put it into your act? Well, yeah, there was a time I shit my whole car. You were in your car? Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about this, Karen. <laughs> this sounds interesting. 1990 Toyota Corolla. Nice. White. It was my first summer after college. I had two jobs. I worked at a breakfast place uh, during in the morning and then a golf club in like the afternoon into the evening. And I had just, you know, recently discovered how much I loved binge drinking. Mm. So this summer I was surviving literally on nothing but Bud Light and clam chowder. Mm. Day in, day out. Like I would work at the breakfast place, go to the beach, put away like a sixer of like Bud Light, Coors Light, Bush Light, Blue Yummies, whatever we had. Natty Light, Natty Ice, down those. 
And then I would go to work at my night job. And this was going on for, like I said, weeks. One day my mom flips. She like throws all this. Sh- my car was a mess. She throws all this shit out of my car. She's like, you need to clean your car. You're not spending any time with your sister. Go hang out with your sister. I'm like, ugh, fine. Let's, do you want to like, what do you want? Do you want to go to the movies? So we drive to the movies. And the whole drive there, my stomach is just like, I'm like, this is the most painful fart I've ever felt in my life. Like shooting, shooting pains. Mm-hmm. And so... But we make it to the parking lot. I shut the door and I'm walking and I get maybe 10 feet and it's over. I have my favorite Gap jeans on and it just starts coming out. And it's just like going all the way at my back. I finally get back into the car. It's coming all out of my jeans, all over the seat. It won't stop. My little sister just like screams. She's horrified, but yeah. also laughing at me. I'm like, shut up. I don't know what to do. And then we get back and she denies it to this day, but she cleaned my seat. She cleaned my car. That's a good sister. She denies it, but I know she did it because she loves me. That's love and embarrassment. That's cringy, right? That's very cringy. I'm cringing. That's the only time I've ever shit myself, though. Well, good good job. Thank you. And that was (laughs) when you were like 20? 1920, yeah. 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 It's good to get out of the way early. (laughs) And you've done so well since then. So it's all successes. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that 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 was cringy. I used to pee a lot of beds. Okay this guy's bed once i used to like go home with regulars from whatever bar i was bartending at okay usually because i just like didn't want to go home to brooklyn or queens wherever garbage place i was living so i go home with this guy once and um i wake up and i had just peed his bed and usually my go-to was like what'd you do (laughs) like like, did you spill water ew you're gross um but this time i was like i just didn't fucking care yeah (laughs) i was like oh well um but I realized he had And you're a dog. like, that's the price you pay. That's you know what I mean? Hey. I went he's like, Do you want to take a shower? I was already out the door in my piss jeans, went and bartended a full shift, just drenched in my own urine. I figure like once you dr- once you drinkin', drinkin', drink drunk so much, yeah. it's water. It's true. You know? It's like it's almost like a cleansing pee. Yeah, I mean if you didn't pee it out, you'd be sweating it out. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's yep. fine. Yeah. It, it exfoliates. I think I went home with him the next night too. He's like, come here, pee girl. Let's clean you up. All class. Good time, girl. <laughs> Care. <laughs> We're learning so much. This was before. This is before. This was years ago. You want to hear a funny Kevin McCaffrey? I wonder if he remembers this. Kevin McCaffrey and Sean Donnelly used to run a show together. Yeah. We're like somewhere in the Lower East Side or something. Or this, is this the one where they give out the free pizza? This was in Williamsburg. No, this was Alligator maybe Lounge. Before, this was maybe before Alligator Lounge. Okay, I remember Alligator Lounge. Yeah, um, I don't even remember where I don't remember where the show was, but I went there with a friend and I drank something like ten Jamesons on the rocks. That was my drink of the night. Yeah, and I go out on a First Avenue and I face plant. This is where the scar is from. Because that night I go, where I'm like, where is it? Here. Wow. Um, face plant. And then everybody's surrounding me. And they're like, call 911, call 911. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I do not have health insurance. Do not call 911. My whole, like, a skin flap was just, like, hanging off my head. You're like, duct tape. <laughs> exactly. Duct tape. I'm like, I can just hold this here. I'm Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> they called a stupid ambulance anyway. And um, I remember they they were so mad because I just wouldn't shut up because I was yeah. still hammered. And then they gave me pain medicine, so I couldn't feel it anymore. Yeah. Now I'm like high too. I'm like this is the best night of my life. My poor boyfriend had to come get me, take me home. And but then, that happened at this show. Yes, okay. that was my point. Did I not mention that? I'm I'm putting it together slowly. <laughs> I'm the worst storyteller. <laughs> I assumed, you know. 
Yep, I was at their show. So okay. they are responsible, and I'm just kidding. Did you perform on the show, or were you no, just there? No, okay. no, 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 no. I probably did perform. You were performed in some way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a that was crazy. That was early. That was before you did stand up. Well, I had started. I was like doing just open mics. It. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I was like probably comedy adjacent at that point. Yeah. I was probably people probably would just be like, oh, that Karen girl who just gets hammered at open mics and yeah. shows up places. But now, not anymore. <laughs> People probably still say that. Oh, no, okay. I... <laughs> and well, you're not hanging out at open mics hopefully anymore. Hopefully not. No, God, who has the time? Because you're booked all the time. I mean... I'm you're booked. always on shows. I'm booked frequently enough. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything yeah. happening this week? Yeah. This? No. Um, this does not count as no, something. No. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm like, I, you know, I'm going to D.C. this weekend, and hopefully... I'll, uh, stay tuned. But hopefully I'm going to squeeze my way onto a show or two while I'm like there. Like the DC Improv. That's yeah. a good place. I sent a few. We'll see. I put some feelers out. Maybe this podcast will help now that I've told the story about shitting myself and falling on my face. This is going to just catch on like <laughs> wildfire. <laughs> I'm going to watch my little sister. She's running uh, the marathon there. That's exciting. 26 miles or something or half marathon. It's close. I don't know what it is. but 26.3 yeah. or 4 is a mile. Yeah. She's marathon. been training for months. Like she's been running 13 miles one day, then she'll run eight. Is so. this a younger sister? Yes. Yes. Are you a runner? No. But I'm, you do the soul cycle I type do the soul cycle. I can run on a treadmill. Yeah. But I'm not. I get too distracted outside running. It's, like, it's much more fun just to uh, wave and cheer uh, yeah. than actually doing any of that stuff. Like, I'll go and watch the New York City Marathon and just be like, good job. Right. And I go right back inside my house. Yeah. Proud of you. That's why I'm bringing my mom's, like, uh, walks with a cane. So hopefully people will let us stand in front of them. Because you should. Or just hit them with the cane. Uh, yeah. 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 That should be fun. It will be fun. I'm sure I'll see all about it on your Instagram story. I will. Like I know. Live. I know. I'm going to look like such a good sister, like such a good Samaritan. Absolutely. Know? But it's all fake. It's my parents' 40th wedding anniversary, too. My little sister's just hijacking it. Should I buy them something? I'll just take them out to dinner. What's 40th? What's the gift for 40? I don't know. Don't all women know this? Right. Copper, gold, friggin'. Something like that. It's probably Silver? pewter. Yeah. It's probably. Paper. It's probably... That's always the best one. It's like. Like five years is paper. Paper, yeah. Just give somebody just, like an envelope. I'll just give myself a paper cut and bleed on them. Look what you made me do. <laughs> exactly right. I'm bleeding our blood. This so you stand up and take your clothes off. Yes, is the first Sunday right. of the month. So that's coming up November fourth. November fourth is the next one. It's going to be a hot show. Are tickets already available for that? Very available. Um, Where can they go to get tickets for my that My Instagram. All right. They'll be available very soon. Instagram. Go to my bio. It'll The link will be there. Is I, it like an Eventbrite thing? I promise. You, ticket? Event? Horse trade? It's, it's, it's via the horse trade, which is a theater company. Oh, okay. That works out of the, um, the So train. it's a ticketing thing through the theater. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's, what is it? Like 15 ahead of time, 20 at the door, which is pretty cheap for a burlesque show. Yeah, I mean, you're going to definitely gonna see, see something. Titties. Yeah. Titties. They're guaranteed. Maybe full bush. These girls don't give a shit. Well, there you go. They're also, assholes. with a with a Twinkie. Yeah, they might, there might be food. There might be food. One year, this girl fucked a cake. My dad was in the audience. Really? Mortified. What kind of cake? <laughs> it was a chocolate cake. Oh. <laughs> I think I had a bite after. Yeah, did people eat the cake? My dad was like, I don't really think she had a lot of choreography. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, dad, she just fucked a cake. <laughs> You know, to each his own. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, where can people follow you on the Twitter and the Instagrams? Follow me on Twitter at KFreeHams. Uh, that's how I trick fat people into following me. And Free hams. <laughs> 
and then Karen Fian on Instagram. That would be a great way to get people to really go to your website is to have lots of hams. Right. Like the canned hams. Mm-hmm. Free hams. Yeah. People come to your show, they get a ham. Why not? Everybody wants a ham. Do you ever play with the ham? Oh, she's a ham. Yeah, well, I post... When you were, like, funny as a kid. Oh, uh, that Karen, oh, that she's girl. quite a ham. She's ham. always hamming it up. I just post a picture of my ass. Okay, yeah, that too. You know? Yeah. Look at I made a ham. That's just my butt. <laughs> <laughs> made you look. Hey, joke's on you. I want to come to this show. You got to come. I'll because put you on the I list. Because I keep seeing it advertised, and I keep not going and yeah. forgetting it, and then I see all the photos when you post, like, amazing show and i'm like oh that does look like an amazing show i need it's to go to fun. that show it's fun because it's like you know burlesque acts are between three and five minutes long yeah there's high energy music you know it's fun to see dancing and then you get comics in between it's like you're either laughing or you're laughing watching a naked person and you are uh female empowering i am kind of which you know i think it, i i think i am i i like to sort of i'm not really preachy on the whole you know feminist thing you know yeah. i i really like men um, I just can't find any funny ones to book on my show. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it, it's uh, if I'm being honest, you know, um, male comics have, have helped me just as much as female comics in this business. So maybe I should try to find one or two to book. Maybe. You can find one. It's been seven years. I don't want to, like, you know, go back now. Well, I think I like that it's all female, though. It's, it's, that's yeah. become a thing. You yeah. were ahead of the movement. Yeah. I, but I'm really not trying to be political. I just literally can't find a single. <laughs> just ride the wave. Appreciate it. Comic. Yeah, it's fun. Well, but thanks I, for being on the talk word. Thank you for show. having me. This is wonderful. Oh, thanks. It's really nice in here. Really high quality stuff. Um, today's sponsor. We have a sponsor. Oh. Is Get Swill, an alcohol delivery system, the liquor <laughs> store in your pocket. Go to getswill.com and use code so funny five for five dollars off your first order. <laughs> The irony. Did I show you my tattoo? I have a tattoo that says "Don't serve." It me. says "Don't serve me." Yeah. Um, but still, go. That's funny. The sponsor. It's just the irony. Is so isn't fun. it? It's very funny. I know. Okay. And the entire comedy world takes place in bars. In bars. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you really can't escape it ever. <laughs> Thank God for cocaine. <laughs> all right. And edibles and all other things that um, they have at your shows. Very true. You know. Yeah. Um, come check out the next Guaranteed Delivery Show. It's November 7th. Karen will be on it, along with a whole bunch of other people. Carmen Legala, Wendy Starling. Um, yours all female comics, too. Good for you. You know, I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, Eric Bronstein. Okay. Uh, he's going to be there. Okay. And then, like, two other people. I can't they, I can't remember. It's but right. there's going to be some people. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's going to be great. It's uh, 110 Wall Street down at the mailroom. Uh, tickets are free. You can get them at uh, weeklyhumorous.com. Um I think that's pretty much it. Please sign up for our e-newsletter, uh, e- e- weeklyhumorous.com newsletter every Friday. Uh, they put out the best uh, comedy from the entire week, lots of cartoons and articles. So sign up for our e-newsletter. Um, and please follow us online at Weekly Humorist. I'm Marty Dundix, and uh, and this is Talkward. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. You're wonderful. What a fun time. Is this fun? Are you live tweeting or Instagramming me? Instagram. I'm on the Instagram. Hey. I'm famous. Hello. Hi, I'm Marty the Pine. <laughs>